0: Music well, he's not quite a coffee asshole, but he's still an asshole about coffee.
1: I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. This is
0: the Journey for Java podcast, a show about coffee for people who enjoy coffee and like listening to stories about people, places, and things involving coffee. Seriously, only an asshole would make it this complicated. It's the Journey for Java podcast. You want some coffee? Yeah. Make it a fresh pot. A Brenton on tour podcast show.
1: Fresh pot!
0: About what else? Coffee.
1: Coffee is the number one drink in the world. Everybody drinks it, even little kids in Mexico drink coffee well I'm not a little kid in Mexico okay
0: here's BD how you doing buddy what's happening no fully, just caffeinated. Kinda, fully caffeinated hanging out it's uh the journey for Java
1: what do you got look at this this, this is what? wrong what's it say so well my dear fellow bandmate Todd from yeah. Took. this, this yeah. was a birthday gift could this not be the best for a Coffee loving, you know, you can never have a, a, the right size of but this, this thing weighs about five pounds, but uh, I'm
0: very appreciative of it. Well, it uh, it was your birthday, it was your birthday just like a couple of days ago, and today's like your anniversary, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's going on, it's busy, it's nuts, and uh, you got a great birthday gift, and and you're spending time with me, and it's just my birthday a little while ago, so you know, it's it's uh, it's good.
1: Thanks for coming it along, buddy, I appreciate it. Now right, to always, I mean, we talk all the time anyway, and we I talk know. a lot about coffee, but why should we just selfishly talk amongst ourselves? Why don't we share it That's right. with other people? This, everybody, is Brent
0: Fitz. Now, um, people are asking, I know that name. Where do I know that guy? Outside of being on the Kids on the Escalator podcast 100 times already and 50 other podcasts a week that he's on, um, old friend of mine, here we are, plays for this, uh, this little band. You got this little band you got that little band right there that you play with that uh that is all right and you got this little band here that you play with and that's all right and then sometimes you know you do some playing on your own and there's a bit of that too so that's brent fitz uh good friend of mine slash fe- featuring miles kennedy and the conspirators and drummer for Tuke and today uh we're not going to talk about any of it
1: we're going to talk about
0: coffee <laughs> Which is the best way to do it. Cause I'm sure you're tired of talking music every single day of your life. Yeah. Right but now.
1: the best thing is the music bone leads to the coffee bone. If it wasn't for the music, there wouldn't have been so many great experiences around the world, drinking coffee. So totally. I'm always thankful about the music because I mean, I, I have been touring since the late eighties. Now, there was a lot of a lot of coffee drank late nights, you know, coffee shop, cigarettes and and smoky coffee shop, you know, the white coffee cup with lots of sugar right. and cream in my coffee back in the day. Yeah. And then as I started to go away from, you know, playing in the prairies in Canada or whatever, and then eventually ending up on the other far, you know, four corners of the rest of the world traveling and playing music and drinking coffee. Then I sort of figured out, wait a minute, I can actually play music. And then all I'm doing is feeding my coffee addiction. So this is really what it's all about. I play music, but now I've found a way to to uh, enjoy coffee. And you know what? So have you because you've been touring a lot lately, too. And, you know, we we actually have a lot of insight together because, you know, you and I have really connected so much on our favorite you know we we do love coffee and we do love music and we do both of that at the same time but we've both also been to a lot of great places around the planet and isn't it cool to to text each other and go hey have you been to that place (laughs) in norway yet well the great thing is i I love it when you say that you
0: haven't and then you're gonna be there in three days and it's like yeah you know what uh you should probably go there because it's uh it's it's absolutely a must do. And then you do. And we're speaking, of course, of Tim Wendelboe coffee, which is my favorite coffee in the whole world. Uh, those guys have been awesome to have me there and and to be able mm-hmm. to to share that side of it with um, uh, with you, which is great because you're the one that uh, that was really pushing the agenda for me to join coffee. And one of the key components to me is. Uh, Uh, eventually when i you know i had i had lots of factors in my journey uh for java as we you know as we have decided that this this portion of the podcast is called the journey for java but um there was a lot of a lot of people that that helped me there and uh the cool thing was is that once i joined it you were like ah this is like, here you are. Welcome. Welcome to the, welcome to it. And I was super stoked to, um, start that side of it. And I went right to, you know, black, right to the espresso, right all the way in on that side of it. I didn't kind of wait around on the other side, but you were already there and I couldn't, I never understood your, uh, um, like just connection to it until I got connected to it. And then we all got connected around the world and we've drank coffee together in Austria or in Switzerland in Australia, just by fluke by touring. And it brings every single person together. So where I want to go with this, because you're familiar with my, my journey's in infancy. I'm still only a couple of years in, but what was the very first moment for you where you're like, I'm in (laughs) coffee. I'm in was it Winnipeg? Was it backstage at a show? Where was Brent Fitz in on coffee?
1: Well, it probably was just breaking out of the everything I did, like I said, back in the early touring days, there was, there was lots of coffee. There just wasn't as much, and not to discredit coffee in a coffee shop or a restaurant, but you know, like a standalone coffee shop other than a donut shop. I didn't get to go really into that until I think '99, when I went up, started to go over to Europe and play a lot more. So I sort of figured it out when the Europeans started to hit me up with espresso shots. All my European friends were like, "Hey, have you had this this coffee?" And I probably was in Sweden, or and you know that would have been a good good first place was was definitely over in Europe, but um, South America followed really quick too. So the Argentinians and the Brazilians, and um, I drank a lot of coffee from, I don't know, starting like maybe in 1999. That's when the journey, that's when my journey for Java got fine tuned was South America and Europe. And then I just sort of realized, you know, you go back home to um, Los Angeles where I was living back in those days. And there's a lot of great coffee shops there. And now that I live in Vegas, Uh, and I've been there many years, you know, of course there's so many coffee options and a a standalone coffee shop is such a common thing everywhere where before it was a little more, you know, we'll say even 10 years ago, you know, Starbucks has been around a long time as a brand that you see everywhere as a standalone, you know, known for, for coffee kind of place, uh, which of course is now all around the world, but even in, um, in vegas like there's a couple good really high-end coffee shops that have like several locations and it's good it's not chain type coffee where it's you know you're you're dealing with um you know like a product that's not you know us us uh snobby coffee people that you know kind of go hey you know th- that place is good you, oh and they actually have a couple locations but um what about like uh brent Va- vancouver is a pretty good spot too i think i remember you know even in the 90s when i was touring back in you know um early 90s i the vancouver had a lot of hip stuff going on and and i wasn't as good with the coffee but i was definitely realizing that you know learning yeah hey, i i learned to drink coffee from my grandparents when i was a kid my parents mm-hmm. didn't you know put coffee on me but it was my grandparents and we and we'd go over there you know like on sunday or something and but you and i've always joked and talked about like you know what's what's a real purists what, what are they putting in their coffee well when i was younger we made instant coffee or some sort of brewed coffee that had well, you always put milk in it you always put sugar in it right and then eventually years later you kind of start to experience good coffee and especially if you go to a South America or Europe or India or, you know, any of these great places, Australia, Australia. We went to, we
0: were in Australia um, when you were playing with Slash there uh, on the last tour. And we were kind of having a bit of a chat there and you're like, we got to come here with me. You got to go check this place out. Um, What was the name
1: of the place that we went to? You you just posted it the other day. Been there. So that was a gamble.
0: Just a little bit, buddy. Quick. Yeah, near me? There you go. That's better. All right.
1: Yeah. Um, but you know what? Um, most Australians don't even go to Perth, the western side of the country. So even the fact that you and I, as foreign yeah. visitors, like we were in Perth. I mean, I've yeah. been, and you have, you know, to like a lot of the other parts of, uh, you know, Melbourne and Australia, um, uh, Sydney, of course, Brisbane, Adelaide. But to go to Perth, was was pretty awesome. So yeah, we um two we birds, one over. stone
0: is what I had in I think Adelaide, but um, in Perth, yeah. uh, you cut out uh, you cut out at the coffee shop part. Sorry about that. What was the name of that place that we went to? Voodoo. And, and Voodoo. So we went to Voodoo. And that's where I had yeah. my first cortado ever. So you were like, you got to try the cortado, and I and Brent's like a huge proponent of the cortado, and it was like, I was like, all right, I'll try it. I'm not a big milk guy or sugar guy, and and it was just so funny because I. I was like, everyone I know always just loaded up on milk and sugar and cream and sugar. That's why I did a post this week about it <laughs> like about, uh, on my Instagram where it was like, you know, I do see people putting two creams and two sugars in all their milk. And then I just don't trust them to ever make a decision in life ever again. And people go... People are all over me, going, hey, "You're picking on the double doubles and all this stuff." I'm like, "Exactly, just as a gag." But I did have the cortado, and I just, I just got the Breville Barista Express, so I'm trying to learn how to do lattes and things like that. So there is a bit of that, but I find it very thick. I, I want the core coffee taste, so I want that just coffee taste. I don't want, I don't want the rest of it, but I really enjoyed the cortado. So is that you? A, 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 you kind of you go between all of them? You kind
1: of you can float between them all, or what? Okay, so a cortado. The reason, and I won't take credit for I didn't invent the cortado. And <laughs> by any means, what why why a cortado? What is it? Well, the equal parts milk and espresso that's in it, because it's a smaller actual drink. Is that was turned on to me by another coffee friend of mine, who um, in another band, we would go out and have you know our our uh, you know basically same questing another band that I toured with all those guys would every morning get up and we'd be looking on our phones and Googling for, for great coffee shops in that city. Now I was drinking lattes, no, no milk, or I'm sorry, no sugar, drinking lattes all the time. And I realized how much of a commitment it is to have a latte in the morning and then have more coffees in the day. And you're just drinking a lot of milk. So my friend said, well, you should just drink cortados. And I said, well, what is the cortado? Of course, ever since that day, which has been, well over a decade, I've always switched to a Cortado because there's a lot less milk content. So I love espresso, but the, from what I'm told, a lot of baristas and a lot of people in the coffee circles, the the Cortado was sort of like a nice drink for baristas while they're working. And so I figured if if it's good enough for the baristas while they're at work, then that would be a good you know, that's, that's my drink, but it's also kind of been my test. It's my litmus test for a lot of coffee shops. And if you actually go into a coffee shop and you ask for a Cortado and they don't know what it is, you should leave. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably in trouble.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, and and you're the one that told me about the, you know, if you go into um, a coffee shop and they don't have a certain level of, of, um, uh, machine you know what i mean like the the espresso machine and all the rest of it to make if they haven't spent the money on the machine walk out so that's exactly in essence i just did it a couple weeks ago around the corner from my house because somebody was was raving about this new new place that opened up they got desserts they got this they got that and they got great coffee and i walked in and they had no, I listen, I just said, I just bought the, bari- the Breville Barista Express. It's perfect for home, whatever. But they had the lowest level Breville in the back. And when I went to her and said, hey, you know what do you got for coffee? And I was looking and she didn't even know how to use the machine. So guess who walked out? <laughs> like, I was just like, I can't do it. I got to go. I got to be that guy. And uh, it was just a funny kind of moment. So you're the one that taught me that. So that's good to know that the baristas kind of lean on that side of it because – you know, in in Australia, our buddy has Death Before Decaf. There, hey Treadwell, what's up? He took me to Death Before Decaf um, uh, in Australia, and uh, that was a cool little place. Yeah, I God. got to stay. Uh, where's Andrew live? Where's, Tread- where's Treadwell? Live? Oh
1: Brisbane. Oh Treadwell took you to in Brisbane. Yeah,
0: so Treadwell. Okay. Yeah, he took. Me- hey Treadwell, what's up, buddy? So you he took me either, to Brisbane, yeah. and okay. um, I and, and it's just it was really cool. Um, but you know. Uh, the decaf kind of idea. Like, I, I'm like, what if you want to drink coffee all day, but then you, you don't want to get hammered with the caffeine. So there's all this kind of stuff that you learn as you're coming through this journey. Can you drink coffee all day? Or are you kind of like, I got to shut it down after like six?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, the, morning is, the morning is to, to complete sentences. First and foremost, you got to have, uh, that's my, my safety blanket is right. I'm leaning towards, if I'm at home, not on tour, I'm just gonna make something that's gonna taste good. But I, and I like something quick. Yeah. So I won't lean towards, uh, and I don't have a standalone machine at home that's making you know, espresso. So what I do is I, I truly believe, keep it simple, yeah. French press. French press is pretty good. Now, if you can do a stove top, like a mocha pot, good too. Takes a little longer. So I actually love just having good beans, and I suss out beans all the time. I have so many friends around the planet that are always like hipping me. Yeah. Like right now, I have right from Colombia from some friends um, that go to Colombia regularly. So I, I've got this on hand. This has been my my French press uh, in the last couple of days. But the um, the the initial morning should be, and and you know I might use a little bit of cream in the morning but as the day goes on i'm thinking about hey maybe i'll go check out if i'm home if i'm in vegas we'll say or if i'm in la or someplace where i know a lot of good coffee shops i'm sort of planning out my day around like it's it's nuts it's like a sickness like i can't I do I that's what I'm doing shops now. on my phone and yeah is that what you do like i'm looking that's for, what i'm, I'm doing.
0: I just had, I just had Tom from uh, Vancouver coffee snob on a couple weeks ago. I think I told you we did this, um, coffee snobs and asshole podcast where we broke down like what the coffee snob would say, like coffee snobs and assholes would say about this, but what would they say about that? You know, just a funny kind of like breaking it down. So someone can, we can dumb it down. So the coffee snob is going to tell you to spend $3,000 on a great machine. Um, but To the average person they can spend say 500 bucks like it's just an interesting kind of dynamic that we went back and forth with and yeah like it's it's a very interesting dynamic because as i go i go around i i literally set my days up when i when i'm on tour now um just try to find coffee and film it and i never did that before and i remember spending like i was with you in vegas and and of course you don't drink and I at that time had drank but I was like you know I'm going to spend the whole weekend not drinking or anything I'm just going to I'm going to go with Fitz and we're going to go around and it was always about coffee so even at that point I wasn't like uh I wasn't like in the, on that coffee journey but we would just go around now that I'm on tour and I'm not drinking my whole world is changed to coffee you and mean all the rest You're
1: not of it. drinking alcohol but you you've just switched it. Yeah. I switched it to
0: caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, my my days go to that kind of like, that, that sort of like get up and it's like, where is the best absolute coffee shop that I can find in Austria or Switzerland or or Fitz told me to go here or Frank told Mm -hmm. me to go here or someone told me to go here and getting that sort of like that, that fix and it's such a great feeling when you find it and then you go in and you kind of, you know, the great thing about coffee is that it connects people around the world. So when you tell them you're on this journey and you tell them that you um, you're trying to find the best coffee in the world. As soon as you tell them that, all the coffee shops just go come, come, come. Now I know you get it a lot touring with, you know, you tour with the largest, you know, arguably the guitar player in the world ever, or <laughs> one of them, top five top five. And you know, that's coffee. gonna come that's gonna come with coffee too. He loves coffee too, and that's gonna come with um a good substantial amount of like perks. And what I mean by that is people always want to take you out. People want to go. And when you get the good coffee people, like we used to get the good wine people or get the good whiskey people. When you get the yeah. good coffee people.
1: Whew. I think one of the, if I can recall on the last tour. Um, so, and and it probably included the last tour probably included over 50 countries so and yeah. we're talking that continent jumping that's going one day you're in korea and then then you're in australia i mean it's far reaching so but i remember uh and i did do tim wendel bow in in norway thanks to you yes, the, on that trip that was great and then on that trip you know I, the, the checks that i checked off as far as great places was just unbelievable because a lot of times what's really cool is to repeat and go to countries that you've been several times. And then you get the 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 real special blessing, which is okay, I've been to Colombia five times, but this time I'm gonna go to some other places. You know, like that's really cool, is yeah to actually have those multiple London visits and Moscow and and you know, you know, you just add these incredible cities and then the incredible fact that you can go to all these different coffee shops. So but the Colombia trip that I did on a whole South American run. So we would have done maybe five countries in South America, but I had a friend that I met while I was there who said, Hey, I'm going to take you off the beaten path. So again, you know, this is what's great is find somebody that knows the local spots and is friendly enough that can take you and knows to like, just give you the wow factor. So I went to Mm -hmm. a place in Colombia. And it never happened to me before the experience of, so we did, uh, we did uh, like I had uh, a Cortado there and they had a Seneso machine, which was interesting for in Mm. Colombia. Seneso is an American offshoot of like a La Marzocco type machine. And I was really impressed that even in Colombia they had a Seneso. Anyway, so this shop was great and they do education at the shop. And it was like, we had to drive somewhere that you would never find it in some local neighborhood. But what we did and then we had a little bit of coffee siphon you know with the burner and everything and you know we had it so i i'm always trying like i'll start with a cortado and then i'll i'll try some other things in in the same shop but what they had was they had the coffee um the rinds from actual coffee beans and they were soaked in like a maraschino cherry sort of like a um a sweet some sort of like looked like a little red sauce or something but it was like a um whatever it was. And I'd never had this before. And they said, Hey, the little rind that you eat while you're in between your sips. And that was like, I have just found the, the, the greatest accompaniment, the accoutrement to my coffee obsession, because you know, in Europe or somewhere where you're, you're always going to get a little nice, I don't know, little biscuit or pastry, something beside your coffee, which is fine and cool. But this, these coffee rinds that were marinated was incredible. So I've yet to figure out and I've asked a bunch of people about it, but so I haven't been able to connect a dot as to what was that and what did I experience? But that was next level. That was a next level in, in, uh, in Columbia. When
0: when you get those and you get I mean, that happens from people in the know, right? And that's what you wanted. That's what you want to get. You want to get that connection, um, which, you know, we have the benefit of a little bit, which, um. everyone can find it listen if you're listening to this just because like brent's in a band i travel and run concerts but if you're it's like anyone else if you're if you're passionate about something you're gonna you know if you're a craft beer guy and you show up in in ireland or england and you're like i'm searching for the best craft beer in the world you don't you can it doesn't matter who you are people are gonna be like i'm gonna take you there i'm gonna show you this i'm gonna show you that so so don't let it just be that you know this is this is just band guys and people that tour and stuff like that. You can find it if you want it. Just go get it. You know what I mean? So it's it's something Well, Coffee's that's there.
1: never killed anybody, and man, it no. promotes good well-being. So you that's know, right. going on tour and caffeinating. I mean,
0: yeah, and you know, and I and the, right. One of the things that I can't I can't stress enough is how, um, you how coffee connects so many people around the world. So people are amazed when I the coffee podcast. I'm like, listen the most downloaded podcast I still have to this day is Tim Wendelboe. You and Ray are yep. right in there when we had Ray, uh, you're on uh, and you guys are right in there, but my, my top five downloaded episodes of all time, and I'm approaching a substantial download number. It's Tim Wendelboe. He's still win- He's still winning. And that's because people just find this coffee episode from around the world and keep listening to
1: it. So it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta, it's really, really funny. Now, so let's talk okay. about that location. So that particular coffee shop that you and I have been to yeah um, is again it's almost like it's in a small neighborhood it's not in the downtown center of the city where you would just stumble onto it because you you know we're in a hotel and you walk down the street from your fancy no you need to know somebody that knows how to find that coffee shop that's what I love it's a little bit of an, an adventure yeah and it's Isn't it's an amazing crazy?
0: it's an amazing place to, you have to go search for it and then you know the one thing that that you discover on these and, and for anyone listening obviously everyone's you know you got a starbucks car brand so you you go in wherever you can yeah, go in i'm to not going
1: look yeah. i'm i'm drinking starbucks right now it's about the third coffee i've had today but just yeah. in my travels i stopped now i got a flat white by the way, don't let Starbucks ever offer you if if you order a flat white, which is an Australian drink. Okay, right. everyone's wondering why does flat? What's a flat white on the Starbucks menu? Look, it should only be tall. It's not a it's not a, a grande or a venti drink. It's a small. It's almost like a cortado. But yeah, I'm drinking I, Starbucks right now.
0: I uh, one of the things that I um, it's it's a it's an Aeropress cafe, so people are like, "What's Aeropress?" Mm. It's basically you have to you know you have to make the effort to you know you have to make the effort to to wanna sit and wait for your coffee to be made you know uh, it's not it's like any other ca- cafe it's like you you know people drive in they go through drive throughs that's what we're accustomed to over here but over there not so much over there it's you've got to um got to wait it out you got to wait you got to wait for the 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 Aeropress is like perfectly temp- temperature you've got to go in mm-hmm. and they have the um it's a full Aeropress cafe so you have to wait for them to pour the water grind the beans do it all for you right there but then you get like the best cup of coffee you've ever had
1: okay, and where is I, that again
0: that's an oslo at tim wendelbow and it's oh, a full aer- in the okay. yeah that's a Wendelbeau that's a full Aeropress Wendelbeau. cafe so okay I mean, that's, that's, that takes a commitment because people are like, no, I just yeah. want to walk in and out and get this and that. But but if you take the time to sit there and do it, but it's, I, it's my, one of my favorite experiences ever. And to be able to do what you said, you got to find a way, you know, you got to find a way to get there and find them. And, and for me, finding that journey everywhere is, is some of the, some of the best fun I've
1: course, ever had. Of course. But, you know, I've also had, okay, Florida, um, you know, in some of the lower States, like Miami uh you can find you know um in in some of these little you know off the beaten path places people just are so used to making coffee all day long and good coffee and of course regional so a lot of you know um i'm just trying to think the last time I, when when was i in florida a couple of years ago yeah but i walked in and i thought oh the coffee machine the the the, the um The machine was probably, you know, it looked a little rickety and, but I knew that the lady that was going to make the coffee there had just made a bunch of killer coffees all day long. And that's, that's all they do. So, um, I'm just trying to, I'm like, I'm literally drawing a blank. I'm spacing out lately. Maybe I've drank too much coffee, but, um, (laughs) um, it's what, what am I trying to say? Um, what's the, um, in in florida why am i uh what would it would would, wouldn't be like um not puerto rican but uh you know there's always um uh condensed milk oh my gosh it's so good though you know and and it could just be in a little styrofoam cup and it could be really really strong and it can be just the perfect cup of coffee that's made even like okay Let me get back on track. Like in New York City, sometimes a styrofoam cup coffee in New York City is the best, too. I don't know what it is about certain regions, but um, standing in Italy at a coffee. I mean, there's a million places in Italy. And people always ask, you know, it's like, where's the best coffee? Italy? Well, the culture is amazing there for drinking coffee. And of course, it's very strong and very espresso. And and um, but I, I mean, I always enjoy strong coffee standing up in Italy, you know, and you're just kind of like going about your day and you have a, a quick shot and then you move on. But, and, and, you know, it's more about there. People are moving fast and people aren't driving cars. They're walking around, but, and of course, sitting and enjoying coffee is great too. You know, you go around well, the, that's, the entire. That's, world. Yeah. That's part of the social aspect of enjoying coffee in environments. I mean, here, I got to show you this. Um,
0: Check this okay, out. So, this was this. I'll show okay. you this for a minute. This was this was Tim Wendelbo. We'll do it without sound just for our people, but um, it's oh, that's uh, the Aeropress. Oh yeah, cool. that's the Aeropress Cafe, and it's it's quite you know it's quite something. It's you know you see what she's doing with everything they have a very specific like you know they grind the beans. This is the cafe. This is what you've got to you know you see it's oh, yeah. it's basically oh, been there. they're grinding the beans. That's that's the cafe. Right there. And this was, they let me in. This is When I told them I was on this journey, they were totally like, yeah, we'll come in and, and give you as much space as you need to do whatever you want. And it was really great. You can see they got the little, the little, uh, the water there that's perfectly temperatured. Like it's like, you just see oh, yeah. how she's doing it. It's really, really cool. Um, you know, they're going to fill it up. They give you like a very specific, like only mix it three times. So anyway, you're going to have to watch this everybody on, uh, on YouTube. I need but to get an uh, aeropress press too yeah you, know, you, was good, it, though, maybe you don't have one yet
1: the, the the varia so that varia that of course you were kind enough to turn me on to kind of is the traveler's dream because that thing fits in your luggage and if yeah. you're traveling to different cities or countries and if you're in a hotel room So what I like to do is when I set up shops, say if I'm like recording in LA or somewhere and I have to be in a hotel for extended times, the the worst thing you can see is you get in your hotel room in America, Canada, whatever, and you look and you see that drip coffee, just you're running. It's like, no, we're we're not doing that. But so I'm not even dealing with coffee in my room unless you can bring your own kettle, and boil some water and then the very is actually great because you can do a gr- perfect french press in your room just enough of a cup and uh you know bring your own beans you can even mm. go to trader joe's and get some you know whatever down the street or just get some quick beans and and you're yeah. kind of in business but uh but I, I do that all the time is i sort of bring my own little mm. my gadgets in my luggage and always have beans on me or i've been gifted beans the only thing is grinding That's sometimes an issue is, you know, you got to find somebody to grind them for you or depending on. That's the one time where I'm,
0: if I'm touring and I've, and I've got that and I I can't, I don't travel with the grinder in my road case and stuff. And in my road case, I've got like some gear for my office, but my hotel, like I actually don't travel with one for the hotel. I I like to get out personally and, and go and find it. And, and so that's, no, that, that, that's, that's for me is, 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 a lot of fun. So, um, yeah. All right. So we're going to do a segment now called the espresso shot. We've been doing this on uh, every episode so far, which basically a little bit of a, a hit where we, we, in essence, I'll just going to ask you a couple of questions. You, uh, hit them as not necessarily as quickly as you can, but we're going to, we're going to hit and run. It is the espresso shot. We're going to cover mm-hmm. a few different grounds, no pun intended, and go from
1: there. So, you ready for this yeah by the way i I have to clarify i was trying to think what was that coffee i was talking about in miami a cubano ah the cuban coffee how am i I drawing a blank i mean that's some of the on your ass yeah, It's the best, you know, it's strong and it's usually made in a small little styrofoam mm. cup or something and yeah. just a little bit of milk. Yeah,
0: delicious. Anyway, I, When I uh, when I really was diving into that coffee journey in 2016, it was on the Shakira mm-hmm. tour and um, my buddy. Oh, I bet I, they turned you on to some good stuff. My buddy, Javi, uh, who was with me, was like, we're in Miami. We're going around the corner, Cabana oh, sandwich yeah. and the coffee. And it was just like, pff. anyways, it was quite something. Mm-hmm. Yeah all right see espresso shot uh with brent fitz from slash featuring miles kennedy and the conspirators and Tuke and online because he's on the internet everywhere <laughs> he's the star of the internet to talks the whole thing here we go yeah. it is the espresso shot with brent Fitz. three two one favorite coffee region
1: australia hands down easy to answer um but that includes new zealand so i'll just say oceana so down there um that's that's number one anyone wants to argue with me i will fight you (laughs) favorite coffee brand must must Uh, have at all times um well okay so if you're asking about uh, something at home or something that i can keep uh, or the or something that i tell people about that's like a. that's not a, necessarily a coffee person. I will always say, hey, just get yourself some kicking horse, which Canadian. is Canadian. Yeah. yep, Can get anywhere. So I'm buying that in Vegas. And I think people can buy that on Amazon. And um, that's going to be my go to kicking horse. Kick ass is the one of the flavor. Keeping like. keep
0: with that theme, someone that's come to see you the first time says, Brent Fitz, I heard you love coffee. How do I start in coffee? What do I do? I don't know what to do.
1: Um, Well, you need to just uh, I'll take them to a place that has a good machine and has, um, you know, some people, not everybody's going to love a Cortado, but I'll I'll try to get them away from their caramel macchiato sugary dessert drink for starters and um, probably get you uh, to, to think about a French press. Because I think French press at home for everybody who likes coffee, I mean, yeah, use your Keurig, use your whatever, brewed coffee. But I, I think it's just a better experience and a better, you know, flavorful coffee beverage. French press, go buy one. It's like 20 bucks. And what's your biggest coffee myth that you want to debunk? Um, oh, it's funny. How, how, how many people always, this is so ridiculous, but, you know, the people that, like, I drink dark roast coffee and not as much light roast but you know if you're drinking light roast yeah there's the more it's it's more caffeine and a dark roast has less so that's just whatever you know people are like yes we know that but not everybody knows that so if you want to drink more coffee you can drink dark roast you you won't be as jacked up that my friends is the espresso shot with
0: my guest brent fitz well there it is so that's fun that's some fun stuff for the internets we'll get it out there what are you drinking right now you got a Uh,
1: starbucks yeah flat flat white we just got out of the house because you know we're quarantined and today i was like allowed to be out you know i have to be tested tomorrow um Mm -hmm. officially to go to the studio but uh so craig ordered online and we just you know, we're not interacting with people. So we ordered it. That's why we went to Starbucks, because we were like, we can order it on the phone. Sure. Just walk into the store and pick it up and, and uh away we go. But yeah, a few I mean, more minutes. I mean, <laughs> a few more minutes we'll go here business.
0: and I wanna uh I wanna uh, just check in on some music stuff. We'll touch on a little bit um as we go around. This side of it So um, Tuke's busy With online With Tuk Talks And a few things like that Um, Obviously you're missing Playing live What are you doing Personally right now To keep your sanity Through all this Obviously we're not touring Bands aren't touring uh, Everyone's trying to record And do different things Which is Which is fine But how's Brent Fitz Keeping sane right now
1: Well um, You know Just to be uh, So You know The whole music Industry that was functioning around the globe. Of course, we're all we're all left to find basically you're you're homebound, you're being creative in a very tight environment. Mm-hmm. So the hardest thing is to be okay with that because like we were talking earlier, the traveling is built in. The you know we're gypsy pirates, we're we're drinking coffee and playing music and and then, you know, then nothing. Then home and adapting. So, I mean, I'm still, I'm good with being at home. I just had to learn how to be a little more of a better home person. And, you know, as a happily married guy, you know, being around my, my better half. And, you know, what's funny is just a side note. When I first met my wife, she was not a coffee drinker. Somehow she's, she's adapted into like, she, she's not crazy about it. I mean, she'll, she'll just be happy with coffee without, why do I need to have a certain place? You know, Chrissy doesn't have the need to go to a specific place to be, you know, I'll just go down the street to the, you know, whatever place. But so now that I've been home, um, We've actually utilized all of our devices in the house and, um, and I'm trying, I wish, I wish she'd, you know, join me in the love, but she just doesn't care. She's just like, no, I don't care about my car. (laughs) So (laughs) I've got a whole bunch of stuff going on at home. And, you know, I was thinking about getting like, cause after you did your little Breville um, demo, I was thinking, wait a minute, maybe maybe being at home and having something a little more next level is going to be a good thing. So I have been thinking and looking at a couple different, um, you know, just a step up from whatever, um, you know, something that's automatic and easy to get, get to. But, but, you know, because I've been to so many places and I see these nice, you know, La Zoka machines and all that, I was sort of like, well, maybe I got to drop a couple grand and get something, you know, at that level. So, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, you know, cause I'm not going on the road anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So I'm still thinking maybe you I recommend smart. it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm having
0: some fun at the dial in side of it. Cause you got to dial it in every single time. I mean, okay. So yeah. I'm, I'm at relatively entry level. It's got a built-in grinder, which does a good, good job. Uh, you guys can check that out on my YouTube page, but it, it basically, uh, it just, cause it's fun to play with. And it's kind of fun to dial in every single time you change the bean, you gotta, you know, you gotta kind of, dial it in a little bit but it's been it's been a lot of fun to do and i i uh i'm really enjoying it and you know the more these zoom calls happen with people and the more these kind of Mm -hmm. things happen with people um you start seeing behind them you start seeing what's going like some people are doing it from the kitchen and i'm starting to notice coffee machines more (laughs) i'm starting to notice like hey that guy's working on a breville or that guy's working on this or he's working on a kajia or he's working. it's really funny to see i never noticed that stuff
1: before but now i'm Now I'm noticing it all the time. So I would imagine like um, what would be a good place to order like in the States. um, Well, in Vancouver, where you are, Espresso Tech is an unbelievable. That's where I went, you know, go to coffee place that has everything. And that's I've always that's my my North American. I think that's the coffee standalone you know location to order machines and and they have yeah. cupping there and all kinds of you know every device so and and you are lucky that that's in vancouver so i bet yeah. you they're sold out of everything i agree
0: i, I well you. they are the, the, the it's like anything it's like everything's kind of through the roof everyone's at home so they're finding new things so uh, you know espresso machines are up and people you know everything's up there's going to be a whole bunch of new guitar players in about a year there's going to be a whole bunch of new drummers and uh, V drum kits are through the roof. And, you know, all the, everything's just going to be, there's, you're going to have this, I don't know, what do they have? Uh, the baby boomers. And then there are all these different people, you know, now you're going to have this, these COVID kids and people, not just kids, but people that are going to come out as like, you couldn't play guitar a year and a half ago, but now you're you're the backup guitar player in green day. Like, <laughs> Just saying, it's just one of those things. Right. It's a funny thing uh, that kind of goes through. So um, you get to still write music though, and, and have some fun. And I'm sure you're, you know, you're, you've got a, a lot of great people to write music with. Do you still, outside of Slash and um, and the fellas and Tuke, do you write for other people? And well, do you ever get a chance to collaborate with other people? Or are you just so busy with those guys? I've, I don't think I've ever asked you that question because I know you've played in a whole bunch of bands and you've played with a bunch of different people. But do you get a chance to track drums on anything else
1: right now? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's almost always something is, is cooking. And, um, I mean, even in the last five years, we did make a slash record. We made a toque record. Um, I played on SAS Jordan's record a few years back. I played yeah. on, I got to play percussion on the Guess Who's recent record. And every one of those records was done in a, in a different, um, environment different city so the SAS record that was done in uh, calgary the guess who record i played on stuff while i was in nashville uh the toque record would have been done in vegas and la and the slash record was done in la so when i was in canada last year for a little bit in my hometown I even did some sessions through another friend of mine while I was home who has a great studio. So I, obviously, if someone says, do you want to come over and write or play on something? The answer is always yes. I mean, that's what I do. And I love the fact that, you know, because we're we're compromised for traveling, I, I have been in a few places and still been able to to work on on music. So the only thing is, you know, I've done a lot of zoom writing ideas with others, and we have found that, I mean, it's really awesome talking right now to you live with you know us having conversation together. and you know it's like just any other conversation you're gonna have. it's great, except I find that the music, writing not face-to-face in the same room isn't quite the same experience and i think all of us musicians even though we're adapting and saying you know what okay well we don't get to see each other all the time because a lot of the bands that i play in everyone's in a different city Mm -hmm. i'm not in a band where everybody's in the same city so that gets interesting is and of course social distancing and just being you know respectful of what's going on right now so but um so it's not as fun to like you know i'm getting better with technology and computer stuff and obviously Mm -hmm. you got to have every device available you know if it's a microphone if it's cameras and and uh i and you know musicians are usually gearheads anyway we like gadgets and stuff so um everybody is improving their studio home you know extra little devices that make things a little bit better so just like if you're doing coffee, you know, you're getting more hip to a few other tools for your obsession, you know, the things that you love to do. So if you're home and you don't have the, you know, you're missing a few pieces to your coffee um, little arsenal, then you're on Amazon now and you're trying to buy it and you're like, ah, it's been sold out forever. This tamper mm-hmm. I need, or, you know, whatever. Like it's just, there's yeah. going to be a different way of thinking, but to play music, Um, I'm not too sure that I like the idea of like music's going to be exclusively on screens and people are going to enjoy that because that has been the best journey for playing music and entertaining people and, and having the experience of going around to other countries and other cultures by playing music live. So it's a really weird Thing, uh, you know, how long has it been? It's over a year now that we've I all. Know. You have not been on a plane, Brent Donnelly, or have you? No, well, I mean I've been, been a plane. couple
0: little little a little jumper planes. Uh, like I went up North BC and I went over to the island a little bit, but nothing of significance. Uh, you know, and I'm you know, I'm, I'm ready for it, but I'm just ready to get back to doing just like you. I'm ready. I'm ready to get back to doing what I'm what I'm best at, um, which you know, we worked f- feverishly hard our whole careers to try to, you know, do what we do best and try, you know, you work hard to do that. So all of us are getting frustrated, I'm sure, in life. But uh, until then, I keep uh, the journey for Java going and trying to find coffee and talking coffee with my buddies, of um, which I've done today. So, everybody, thank you for tuning in this week. That is Brent Fitz, my friend. Um longtime friend that is now that has brought me into his coffee journey a fellow drummer and um, rad dude that um, the kids miss terribly and so they can't wait to see you again but uh, tell everybody outside of what I put up on the screen here where they can find you online and all the things you're up to
1: I'm Brent Fitz everywhere so I am active on all social media because I enjoy like I said, the culture of music and coffee and social media go hand in hand. So um, yeah, I have been known to f- post a few pretty awesome. I don't always like to post a photo of myself, so if you scroll through my Instagram, you might mm-hmm. be able to connect a dot to a bunch of good coffee photos of sure. cortados all around the world. and uh, And how great is that to share? with people, you know, Oh, I happen to be in such and such city today. And it's, it's what started
0: this podcast, buddy. And me doing these stupid
1: coffee posts around
0: the world. And everyone was like, you got to do it. And then I was contacted, uh, by my friends over at the Dean Blundell network. And they're saying, you've got to go ahead and, and do this and uh, blog about it. And then the world shut down, but we kept going at it. So anyways, it'll keep going. I'm going to keep posting them every single week. Hopefully you guys will keep tuning in. Um, Brent, come back anytime, man. I'd love to have you back because uh, we can keep doing this. So we got to get our friend Ray on and get Frank on and do a whole coffee like thing where we're gonna well, make coffee you need together Frank, and do the whole.
1: You need Frank Sidoris because that's what I'm saying. Sometimes yeah. I've been, you know, he's my, you know, we're Batman and Robin around the world uh and and i'm not necessarily batman or robin it's just we're a we're a dynamic duo of coffee lovers and we happen to play in the same band but you know he was smarter than i why because he went next level and kept all this super important information which is you know i have i I use a lot of yelp and different apps to keep track of things but he made notes on his Mm -hmm. phone that thing is money he's got the list of lists so you should invite frank on and if he'll if he's willing to share some of the uh the top 10 or something he uh, talked about got. it the last time i had him on uh
0: and that he was he talked about it the last time i had it on but we didn't get you know it was i i i respected the code and had that thing secretly put away but next time we're gonna pull some of his spots out of
1: there so That's what I I love it. Frank, if you're listening, we're coming for you. (laughs) This this is is sickness. So this is, I just typed in on my phone, coffee in my photos. Can you see that?
0: I can. Let me just bring you up on the full screen here so we can uh, bring them up there. Are
1: you watching this people?
0: This is craziness. Look at that. So This is
1: every, every cup is from a different city and a different country. And it goes and goes, we're talking, this'll be India, Russia, France. Japan, it goes on. <laughs> Maybe you
0: should have started this podcast. What am I doing on here? on here? Maybe you should have started this journey for Java. I guess I got a co host now. Ladies and gentlemen, my co host for the journey for Java This, Francis. Because, yeah, anyways. Awesome, man thanks for coming on this week dude let's get frank on here let's get ray let's get everybody and uh, we'll do some more coffee talk down the road that's brent fitz my good friend uh joining me this week on the journey for java brought to you by my friends at TeamBlundell.com and blue microphones who gave me this blue yeti x and these MixFi headphones uh for you know just getting it out there so thank you to them happy birthday brent fitz happy anniversary brent fitz and uh, everybody we will talk to you next week on the journey for java